Welcome to Your Family and Your Retirement with Abe Ashton. 1941, a date that will live in infamy. 1941, a date that will live in infamy. Think that we're going to change that to 2020 <laughs> at some point, Kristen. 2020, a year oh. that will live in infamy. Boy, will it. I'm ready for this year to be over with. But Me, we can, too. Me too. Let me tell you what this year has done to things like online purchases, Abe. For instance, just when you thought you'd heard it all, right? We've got murder hornets, hurricanes back to back, probably the most heated election we've ever been around. What else is going crazy? A pandemic. Oh, I forgot about that. Don't forget about the pandemic. Yeah. There's that. There's Australia a, fires, yeah. remember? Oh, man, that's kind of fallen off the radar. We yeah, forgot yeah, all the, about uh, that. Forget about the koala bears all of a sudden. Aww, that was very disturbing. I hope everybody's okay over there. But yes, just when we thought we'd heard it all, there's a company that is selling a virtual shirt. Abe, it's basically a picture of a designer shirt superimposed over a selfie of the customer that buys it. And the idea is that you then have a, quote, special photograph to use for Facebook and other social media accounts. It's only $700. It's really not that expensive for a virtual shirt. I mean, such a good deal. But, you know, obviously, you're the financial guy. Oh, my God. Wanted to talk to you before I pulled out my credit card on this one. You know, but people will buy it. Sadly, yes. And that's the crazy thing. It's perceived value. It happens in our industry, Kristen, all the time, where it seems like the more you charge, the more credible the advice must be that Mm. you're giving. Right. And so if we say, hey, you know, we're going to charge a consultation fee of three thousand. I mean, even if it sounds ludicrous, hey, to come and get one of our plans, it's twenty five thousand dollars. Well, what do you get with that plan? Well, the same type of plan you get down the street from free. But ours, guess what, is twenty five thousand dollars. And there are people out there in this world that take that and it creates that perceived value in their mind. The more you charge for something and then before you know it, you're paying seven hundred dollars for a virtual shirt. Which I'm going to order you on because I think a virtual shirt is the gift that never gives. So I want to make sure I get this for you for the next yeah, holiday please, coming around please, or birthday. Please do. And you, I know that I've taught you better than that to go spend oh my $700 gosh, on something no. like that. Why do you think I brought it up for you to laugh at? This is ridiculous. Oh my gosh, what's next? But I'm going to get some virtual trousers. <laughs> talk about how your industry is like this. You know, the perceived notion that the more it costs, the better it must be. How much does it cost for you to have the team put together a full-blown retirement income plan for folks? Oh, man, when we add up all of the hours, it's it's multiple hundreds of dollars between everyone working on it. Mm-hmm. It's just something that is a cost of us doing business. We don't pass that on to people with the opportunity to provide someone with a proposal or a, or a prospect with a plan is something that our business is, is for, right? So That's you don't charge do. for the planning? No, we don't oh. charge anything well, at all Well, then it must be worth nothing, planning. according to the other uh, thought Right, it, 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 is, it is worth nothing. In fact, everybody here works for free, so when we spend the time and energy to do that, it doesn't cost me anything, and therefore doesn't cost the clients anything. Or, more importantly, it's the cost of doing business. Right. Mm. It's, it is the, for me, it's the cost of doing business where we know we do a great job. We know we put together incredible plans. Mm-hmm. We spend a lot of time and energy to do that. But because we don't pass that cost that way on, only if someone says, yeah, that's the plan that we're looking for. What does it take to implement? What will be the costs? What will be the benefits? What will be the reward? Then somebody can do that cost benefit analysis, Mm -hmm. right? Once they've seen the plan, then they can determine if the rewards of the plan of what we've proposed merits whatever fees or costs might be involved with it. 
But the difference is it's all on the table from the very beginning before someone says, yes, let's move forward, Mm -hmm. as opposed to looking at a statement saying, I know I'm getting charged fees. I can't see them correctly, kind of on the statement. They're hidden somewhere back in this back corner somewhere. And I know my account should be doing better than it is, but I don't know exactly why it's not. There's a lot of that out there in our industry. We like a strategy that says, okay, everything on the table before you even decide if this is the direction. And then when you decide, that, hey, yeah, this is what we want, or no, thank you, we don't see how those benefits are larger than the cost us or we can do it on our own, no problem. At least you got a good second opinion, which is all we want people to do is to get some advice, get a second opinion on their current strategy and, and use that as they move forward. And I'm not saying that you and your team are saints or anything, but truthfully, it just comes back to doing the right thing for people and it all works out. You can say saints. <laughs> Saints is fine. (laughs) That's why it's important that you make sure that you have folks on your side that are looking out for your best interest. And that's why Abe founded Ashton & Associates to be an independent firm so that they could do things like a retirement income plan, a second opinion, a portfolio x-ray, so that you better understand what's happening with your money now and moving forward. If you'd ever like to find out more about that and the fact that they are not saints, go to (laughs) ashtonwealth.com. And you can get more details, connect with the team, and you know set up a time to do that, however you're most comfortable. And I'm glad you said independent too, Kristen, because that's that's a big benefit for us. And I think we, we failed to mention you and I on the show pretty regularly. I mean, you say it, and you say it very well, but whenever you go someplace else and you see one of these names on the, on the top of the building or on the door for one of these retirement firms or brokerage firms or financial firms, and, and I'm smart enough not to mention any of their names, right. as I'm talking about, but you could throw a dart and, and pick out a name of any one of them, you know who those people work for, mm-hmm. right? They work for that name on their door. Some corporation. Some corporation that's telling them which products are the best to write or that they will allow to be written. They've got all sorts of restrictions and guidelines and quotas to fill in order to still remain good in with the company, right? Mm-hmm. But for us, the person we work for is you, the our client, client yeah. Our, our, yeah, our clients are the people we work for. We build customized plans that are unique to them, and we're not limited by one of these large corporations that say, you have to write this, or you can't write that, or you can recommend this, or you can't recommend that. The customers, our clients' needs dictate 100% of the plan. And you have more clients lately from the great state of California. You've talked on previous shows about how we're getting an influx of folks moving to the St. George and Southern Utah area. And we've talked before about how California lawmakers were trying to hike their income taxes. Well, guess what? Now they are pushing what would be the first in the nation wealth tax that would be in addition to that tax hike. Now, the obvious question I would ask is, hey, okay, if this new tax passes, Successful Californians will just simply move to another state like Utah or who knows. But right. Fox Business host Neil Cavuto put that question to Assemblyman Rob Bonta, who says, you know what, we've already thought about that. We have a, a phased in approach whereby if you move in year one, your 90% of the tax still applies to you. In year two, 80% of the tax and so on for 10 years until it phases out. Whoa, 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 wait. Are you saying, Assemblyman, that after they move and they've left... You're still taxing them? They're no longer California residents. Uh, the wealth was accumulated during their time in California. So we believe we can do that. Wow. Yeah, no way. <laughs> <laughs> no, no way. But 
Abe, if California gets away with this, you know other states are going to try to do the same. Yeah, the problem is they'll have to come and fight for that off of their out of their jurisdiction, you know, in a, into a different state. But it just shows how brazen these lawmakers are and how much the American dream is at attack in some states. Mm-hmm. You know, in California, it's like, yes, you can succeed, but only up to a point. And once you get past that point, we're going to come and take your success from you. Where most business owners, most people who have that kind of wealth who have made it, they would rather invest it in their employees. Mm-hmm. They'd rather invest it in, in their expanding their businesses. Or, yeah. And yeah, they are very proud of what they've created and they want to expand that. And for the government to think that they can come and take that wealth that would otherwise be growing that business and do better with those dollars themselves, man, it is absolutely absurd. It makes zero sense. And you know, positively, I think we'll just end up seeing some more great Californians yep. moving into Southern Utah yep. and other states. You're totally right about that. My family that lives, well, some of them outside of Sacramento have left and moved to the southern part of South Carolina to retire because they just can't take it anymore. I mean, California is a great state. That's Every beautiful. part of the state is so different. But things like this are going to drive people away if it keeps going. But Here's the thing, Abe. Like we said, what if something like this caught on in other states? You're right. There'd be a lot of upheaval. But we do need to do all we can to protect our hard-earned money from these crazy politicians. Left, right, sideways. I don't care where they lie. Yeah, it is very difficult to know because that's something we call legislative risk. And there's so few ways to actually protect against legislative risk. If someone can pass a law, because what you're talking about here is a law that actually crosses and is created in one state that crosses state lines, mm-hmm. right? If they could if they could make that happen. A wealth tax or a generational tax or an inheritance tax is something that crosses a generation, right? Goes from your parents to your kids mm-hmm. or grandparents to to grandchildren. The more that the government expands these laws, the more difficult it is to protect. Now, there are legal measures and estate planning that, that can help with a lot of this. It's important still to make sure that you have. If you've got wealth that you're trying to protect, estate planning becomes one of those keys. There's also financial products out there. There's investments and strategies that can help in wealth transfer, that can help in growing and protecting some of those funds and keeping them tax deferred or even tax free. There are strategies out there. But my fear is, Kristen, that just the government continues to become, state governments especially, so brazen in their attack on the American dream and on mm-hmm. increasing wealth. And and again, there are those out there who say, well, yeah, those the wealth should be pay their fair share. Well, the wealthy should pay their fair share. I think that m- most of the time they are. But what they don't want to pay their fair share for is $8 billion of soda, Say, right. for example, right, which is $8 billion. I, and I don't know this to be true because I just heard it this week, but I'd heard that it was $8 billion in food stamps or food benefits that went towards just towards soda alone last year. Oh, my year. gosh. So if that's true, and I'll put an asterisk in right. front of the if, if that's true or whatever, it's a large sum of money no matter what it is. If that's what's going towards welfare benefits for soda, for soda pop, Mm-mm. no. If it's going to pay the teachers and the firefighters and the police officers mm-hmm. more, hike my taxes. Yes. Right? If it's going to just increase the people's dependency on the government, if it's just going to grow the government, then no thank you. There are changes that people can make to their investments to be more tax efficient. In fact, you've said before here on the show that in the right situation, through certain types of strategies, sometimes people can retire at a 0% effective tax rate, still taking care of Uncle Sam. 
Yeah, in fact, I had a conversation with one of our clients just earlier today. And what we were talking about is we were talking about the income that they were going to need through retirement. And it was a $65,000 number for income. We were talking about how much Social Security would cover of that and in, in compared to what they're making as a family working right now. And it turns out that their effective tax rate using this software is going to be in the single digits. So their overall effective rate is going to be less than 10% once they retire compared to now being significantly more than that. So we were talking about how much further those retirement dollars would go at the get-go just because of the tax savings alone. Again, every situation is different. You need to find out those details. Day or night, connect by going over to AshtonWealth.com. You're a history guy, Abe. Ben Franklin, what was the famous quote he had about the only things in life that are certain? They're the free things. (laughs) (laughs) Death and taxes. Yes, the not free things for sure. (laughs) Well, he might want to add one more certainty, and that's fees. Get this, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, you know, the mortgage lenders, they're now going to charge a fee when you refinance your home. So here's the thing, they make you pay more money for the privilege of trying to save money in a low interest rate environment. I mean, this has got to stop. We are getting the gotchas everywhere we turn. Yeah, anytime that you see an advantage where you can move ahead, somebody's going to try and nickel and dime it as you make that transition. And why is it us middle class folks that are hit the hardest with this? Because we have the need, right? You're borrowing money in the first place. You're refinancing. If you're refinancing your home, it means you've got some debt that you are trying to pay down and trying to take advantage of these low interest rates. And Mm -hmm. it means that you're low hanging fruit because if you want that discount, if you want to save money on your payments or if you want to pay it down faster, taking advantage of that, they're saying, hey, it should cost you. It should cost you. Now, forget about the fact that we're actually borrowing money that makes the the lenders money in the first place. Right. Right. They just want to get you on the front end moving from point A to point B. So let's get back to your industry, Abe, because fees, they are everywhere. We talked earlier about how you do not charge a fee for putting together a retirement income plan for someone. But you do make money if someone does business with you. That's not a secret. And you're quite transparent about it. So let's talk about these fees. How much do you charge in fees and how do you get paid? So that's a, that's an absolutely great question. When there's money under management, we charge a management fee depending on the amount of money that's being invested. When there's a, if we're using like a fixed product, like a fixed annuity or a fixed indexed annuity, we get paid a commission from okay. the insurance company out of the insurance company's pocket. So the okay. client or the purchaser of the annuity does not have to pay any fee out of their pocket or any management or or uh, asset fee out of their pocket at all. And so what we're doing is we have clients come in, we normally, because we are so conservative and we're dealing with retirees, um, some of the money will be placed in annuities, some of the money might be placed in an assets under management account, and because some of those funds will have no management fees, we find that for the people who come into our office, their aggregate cost of working with us saves them between 50 to 75% of the fees they were paying before they started working with us. So Hmm. a lot less than they were paying before. That's worth seeking out to see if we're paying too much in fees. But isn't there a saying that you get what you pay for? I mean, if your fees are cheaper, maybe your work isn't as good. Man, that's a good question. So Understanding that logic or that argument, it means that everyone would spend themselves broke paying the absolute highest cost for everything they have in their lives. But because we are frugal in general, we're frugal human beings, and we Mm -hmm. know when it comes to retirement, 
we've got to be conservative on all sides. Uh So because we're building conservative retirement plans, we know that we have to build plans that don't cost our customer as much because they're about to start living on a fixed income. They're about to start using the money and the savings Uh that they've acquired over a lifetime of having it pulled out of their paycheck every single week, every single month, that they cannot afford at this stage of life plans that require or necessitate high management fees, daily active trading, that they're really looking for not only a conservative retirement plan and income plan that will outlast market declines and volatility there, but also it's got to be less expensive. It's got to be inexpensive on their pocketbook. So low fees are a personal responsibility for our office that I've basically mandated that our team creates for people who are really looking to make sure what they have lasts for the rest of their lives. And it also helps you sleep better at night knowing that you're doing things in a conservative manner to watch out for your clients. And by conservative, I'm not talking politics, I'm talking financially. Well, politics do. (laughs) But and financially, yes. Find out more at AshtonWealth.com. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors. Eric Nimmer is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC registered investment advisor. Ashton and Associates, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this radio station are not affiliated. Exposure to ID and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information to their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested.